0: Welcome to the archive section. These are some of the first shows that I ever did as a podcaster. And back then, I was so new. I just had a phone. I had zero idea what I was doing. But I decided to jump in with both feet, start my own podcast. And as you will see through this archive section, I start off a little rough. But as the episodes go on, you can tell... I started to get a little more confident, started to gain a footing, and it kind of is a really cool way for me to come back, listen to these episodes, just to see where it all started for me, and how I got better as I went along. So I decided, instead of deleting all these old episodes, why not put them in an archive section, so even you guys can check them out, and just, you know, have a great time listening to some of these older episodes, and... Don't forget, though, to start checking out the newer stuff that I'm posting, because I am going to be posting often, and I have some amazing guests that I interview in these upcoming shows. We talk about so many different important topics, so I hope that you check out uh, my channel often, because I will be uploading a lot of great stuff. So thank you guys for all your support, and please enjoy this archive section. Welcome everybody. This is Crypt Rick. I am your host of this great podcast. Hope you're enjoying it. This is I've Been Thinking. And what do we got going on today? As promised, this is part two of my interview with my tattoo mentor, Jesse. I hope everybody enjoyed part one yesterday. Great interview. Part two is going to be just as great, if not better. And then, like I said, tomorrow, we're going to be uploading part three. So let me tell you, this is a great time, man. I'm having a lot of fun. Going to be doing a lot more interviews in the near future. I want to get tons of different guests on here and get their uh, thoughts and what they've been thinking about shit going on in the world. Great, great time doing this interview, and I hope you guys are enjoying it as much as I did interviewing this guy. He's a fucking smart guy, talented guy, and it's a pleasure being a friend with him. So please enjoy episode two. Or should I call it part two, not episode two. Let's call it part two of the interview that I did with my tattoo mentor, Jesse. Enjoy, guys. Hey, buddy. Hello. Welcome back to the podcast here. I told everybody we'd be doing part two. We are talking to my mentor, Jesse, here. We've been talking about tattooing. And uh, we've been talking about ancient aliens and all kinds of great stuff, so I definitely thought it warranted a a second uh, podcast, because we were in a good conversation, and for the people that listened to the last podcast, you know we were talking, as I said, about ancient aliens, that's where we left off, we were talking about how we both find it extremely weird that the pyramids were built, one of the greatest wonders of the world, and there's no fucking record of it. They have no, like, I know if it was me, I would be writing that shit down everywhere, I'd have it fucking carved everywhere, and you agree that there's, it's kind of weird that there's, they show them dragon statues around, and they showed how they did that, but not how they actually built the pyramids. I find that kind of strange myself.
1: It's very strange, it's very strange.
0: Yeah, and the other thing that I found in Ancient Aliens in that documentary where they debunk it is that this isn't just Egypt that had these great structures like that's the thing i think people that don't look into this they think okay you got the great wall of china you got the pyramids and that's it but i mean the there's modern there's amazing uh s- structures all over the world you got stone all over exactly and they're all you got the pyramids in mexico you got pyramids they're saying now in antarctica you got the egyptian pyramids you got fucking uh all these – now they found – I can't remember the name of the site offhand, but it was the site that uh, – the city that was buried, that they found out it was purposely buried. And then now there's uh, –
1: Gobekli Tepe. There
0: you go. There you go, brother. Fuck, you're on the ball, man. See, I love having you on here. But exactly, that was the That's city. actually my
1: favorite one out of all of them. It In my opinion, a, yeah. it alone should have already erased our general thinking of history as we know now
0: exactly like that's what i was telling my friends i was like man like this place was actually built it's super high-tech built and uh these and then it was purposely buried they found out they've proven that it was purposely buried to pers they think to preserve it like they need there was a reason that they these people buried this site and you know, I hear a lot of people that, that are into the whole evolution of, like, the theory of evolution, that we can't, you know, you evolved into this and into this, and then you were a monkey, and blah, blah, blah. Everybody knows Darwin's theory of evolution, which I think is total bullshit myself. I've, I've looked at it enough to know there's so many holes in that. Darwin didn't even believe his own theory, and he wouldn't believe it now if he actually was still alive. Like, people, scientists have actually said, if Darwin's still alive, he wouldn't even buy his own theory of evolution now, from what they know, but you can't, like, these, a lot of old researchers will say, oh, well, you know, they were just hunter-gatherers, and when you look at uh, the site you said, go back to Tempe or whatever, you can tell that those aren't just hunter-gatherers that are building this shit. This is some high-tech machinery going on, or something's going on, because it does not... uh, Yeah, go ahead.
1: Even though it's still buried, uh, it's actually the biggest megalithic site that we know of, anyway, on the planet right now, although most of it is still underground, which is an absolute tragedy to me because they've been excavating for nearly 25 years now, and they've only uncovered like 10%. So by the time I'm dead, maybe they'll be the <laughs> well, they'll be the 30s. So we're we're not gonna
0: well, the way I we're look not at gonna it, see
1: it in our lifetime if it keeps going at this pace.
0: Exactly. But the way I look at it is that there's a reason they don't want that unburied too quickly. You know, like they have enough ground penetrating radar technology, and that they know exactly what's under that ground. And who knows what's under there that they don't maybe want us to see. That's the conspiracy part of me talking. But I just find it funny that they found this like 25 years ago and they've only dug up 10% of it. It's like you should be a lot... slower slow
1: process, yeah. Yeah,
0: like, I mean, I understand you want to be slow about it, but I mean, holy fuck, that's really slow. And I just think that maybe they, they can't explain it. So they're like, we can't keep uncovering this too fast because then there's going to be more questions and then we can't answer it. And as you know, the elite fucks that I call them, that write the books and that, they don't want any flies in the ointment, so to say. They don't want to fucking have to explain shit. They can't, but from what they've un- dug, uncovered in that site is amazing. Like, you can tell they're not hunter gatherers that built this. These were skilled craftsmen that built this. Like, you just look at it. And, and it, they, it
1: had to have been a huge force of them, too. So there was a concentration of people somewhere. A huge civilization obviously did this. At a time when civilization wasn't even supposed to be around for another six thousand years or seven thousand years.
0: Yeah. Exactly.
1: Supposedly.
0: Imagine the shit they haven't found yet. That's the thing that I always think, like, wait till they you know, now they're starting to say that there's pyramids in Egypt and and I would believe it. I or not in Egypt, in Antarctica, sorry. I would believe it. You know, I it would not surprise me if they actually found pyramids in Antarctica because they found pyramids everywhere else. And Yes. Yeah. I it wouldn't surprise me and from the evidence I've seen it looks like they are finding structures up in Antarctica and stuff like that. And I've also done uh, research that – I don't even know if you know this, but uh, there's an area of the Grand Canyon in the States that is totally uh, – you're not allowed to go there. It's totally, like, fucking blocked off, and you're not allowed in there at all. And the reason there a lot of researchers are saying you're not allowed in this area of the Grand Canyon is because there's actually ancient uh, carvings and basically a city carved into the side of the canyon – and stuff like that. You should look into that. It's really fucking interesting.
1: I've actually heard there's some kind of urban legend about a guy who supposedly found some kind of hidden cave way off the beaten path of the river in the Grand Canyon yeah. that had like an Egyptian sarcophagus in it. And
0: yep, yep, that's what I'm talking there, about. There's a record
1: this guy made of this, but nobody's ever found it since.
0: Yeah, exactly, and uh, I know a guy that was at the Grand Canyon, and when you go to that area, it's all, it's all fenced off. Like there, You can't get in that area. Like it's all – so and definitely don't want people in that area for some reason.
1: I, I think we should make it very clear here that that just because this a new breakthrough discovery is found doesn't mean that they won't shut it down real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that disgusts me. I mean you would think people would be jumping for joy if we found some kind of new breakthrough in history, but they don't. So if you spend any amount of time studying – science or history you'll find out that at least half of it now is more ideology than actual science oh for sure for sure if you get away from the mainstream they will shut shit down so so fast, it's ridiculous.
0: Yeah, and it, but I But now with
1: you. there's so much coming out now that it's just almost overwhelming. We have all this new evidence, but they will not mainstream it.
0: No, and that's the thing. You, like if you think you're gonna see it, if you're going to see it on the you think you're going to see them talking about it on the mainstream news, you're sadly mistaken. This is information you got to dig for, and you have to go and seek seek out. Like it's not something you're going to see on CNN or anything like that. And and I agree with you. I don't know why they're doing it either. I mean, I think. You know, you hear the people say, well, they can't go and tell people that there's u there's aliens, and they can't tell people that there was older civilization because it's going to cause mass chaos. You've probably heard this, and you know, the society's going to break oh, yeah, down, yeah. and it's going to be a riot. And I, I give humanity a little more credit than that. I do not think that if they went right now on the news and said, listen. We have proof of aliens and we have one right here and you know he's sitting right here. <laughs> I don't think humanity I think they'd all sit back and say, "Yeah, we knew it." Like I I I truly believe that they are I don't know if they're from space or they're I tend to think I tend to think and I always have is that I'm not so much as looking as aliens coming like from another planet. I always think that uh it's interdimensional. And I've seen enough evidence that you know, I think there's a lot of dimensions running side by side to each other. And I think that that's what we're seeing is that you got these – they're so advanced they can kind of cross into other dimensions and stuff. And that's what I believe. And, I mean, if I found out for sure that there was other life in the universe, it wouldn't freak me out. Like, would you go running around in the streets in a panic?
1: Well, no. If they showed up on my doorstep, I might. (laughs) Well, no,
0: that would be badass, man. Fuck You know how many times I've sat on my couch, dude, high as a kite, going, man, there's some aliens out there, please come and see me. They never do.
1: Yeah, I kind of like, agree with Orson G. Wells, though, when he said if we do meet somebody eventually, it probably won't be a friendly <laughs> engagement.
0: Yeah, like that's another <laughs> Very thing. Very high priority of that. That's another thing, dude. Like these fucking people that are deep into the UFOs, they all think like, oh, they're going to come and they're going to save the world for us, and they're going to fucking give us all this technology, and they're going to teach us the ways of the fucking world. And I'm thinking, bitch, I'm thinking of aliens. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I'm thinking, <laughs> Like, I, know yeah. I can't see them all being nice. I mean, I can see them coming here. Like, you know, do we look at ants nice? Like, do we look at an ant and go, oh, let's, you know, let's help them get more evolved. You know, we go and step on the fuckers because they mean nothing. They're so beno- beneath us that we don't even think of it. Yeah, nice. I mean, that's how they'd look at us, I think. I mean, I hope they don't. But I can see that more logical than them coming down and saying, like, hey, hey how's it going? Let's help us. Uh, we want to help you.
1: Well, I mean, yes, I, I agree with all that, but I mean, in human reality, almost anything's a possibility. I mean, we want to go outside just to see what's out there. I mean, we wouldn't technically be traveling somewhere with the idea of, you know, conquering somebody ourselves, but at the same time, there's no reason to be going out somewhere without some sort of purpose.
0: Well, yeah. <laughs> there you know not just jewelry
1: rods, obviously,
0: I just think that they look at if there is aliens, I think they come and look at us like like we look at a fucking a zoo a zoo exhibit or something like that like that, I think they look at us and go, these fucking people are you know i i've been i I've lost a lot of faith in humanity over the years, I just find that people are you know I'm getting old, you know, I'm not old, I mean i'm only forty six I mean I'm not old, but I can honestly tell you that from the time when I was like fifteen and that to where I am now, I've seen people. To me, they're devolving. You know, I just find that I don't know if I like you've heard my podcast. I think a lot of it has to do with social media. I think that people are so. Oh, I agree. Well, yeah, they're wrapped up in Facebook and there's like YouTube and Instagram and fucking you name it, you know, and I've never been a big fan of that. I use it. I use it as a tool, like I'll promote my podcast or my tattooing and stuff on Facebook, but I don't sit there and, you know, spend eight hours a day on facebook and i know people that do do that and i just cra- drives me crazy but what do you think like i mean do you find i just find there's so much fucking the the elite the power elite as i said in one of my podcasts they, they're playing people against each other you got fucking the left versus the right and your guys politics in the u.s fucking gives me a headache thinking about it It really does. Yeah, that
1: makes two of us.
0: (laughs) You know what I mean? You got the left. You got the right. You got the fucking center. You got the – oh, my God, man. I'm just like, holy fuck, man. How the – like – and to me, this is by design. What do you think? Like, I think it's that the – Oh, it totally
1: is. It's a whole divide and conquer kind of thing. Like, Like, in my personal opinion, if you really have your eyes open and you're viewing all these parties and agendas with a – open mind, unbiased perspective, whatever you want to call it. To me, it seems incredibly obvious that the real collusion wasn't built up between Trump and Russia. To me, the collusion is between the Republicans and the Democrats. They act like they're bitter enemies up there, but all those motherfuckers are winning, every damn one of them.
0: And you can agree with
1: me all you want. That's just my observation, you know what I'm saying?
0: Well, yeah, you live there. uh... You live there. You see it. And... uh... I think they they keep everybody fighting because now you've got so like it just boggles my brain, and it pisses me off a lot of the times because I watch a lot of. I for some reason my wife will even tell you that I'm fascinated with America, and the American, the way it is because it's not like that in Canada, like where I live. I'm telling you that honestly, it's like it's it's bad here too, but it's nothing like your guys, politics and shit like that. Like you guys just I I don't like I said I I find it fascinating. And, but you, how can people where you live not see that, you know, they got the, they got uh, religions fighting religions, and you got uh, the left versus the right, you got the blacks versus the whites, and you got the trannies versus the straight people, and the gays, were, like, to me, this is all just a distraction to keep you looking where you should be looking, and that's the fucking people that are pulling the strings, don't you agree?
1: I agree
0: 100%, Like you 100 know, like, like, how do you find the people in your area, are they wise to this, or do you find that people are just walking around with blinders on? Like, I always say that I always, like, in my town, if I go to a mall and sit down in the food court, everybody's on their phone. Nobody's talking. It's really fucking weird, and I did my, one of my first, I think, of my first five podcasts, I brought this up because it, it was almost dead silence in this food court. And, and there was people talking to each other on texting while they were sitting at the same table and it just is that, oh, like that? Bit. is that like where you are is it like that is everybody on their phones and shit where you live
1: oh yeah of course it's the it's the new thing is you know when you're on facebook you can you're not looking to me you have a totally different reality when you're looking somebody in the face and speaking with them the way people talk to each other on facebook especially when it comes to politics and shit is just completely bitter. And it's, I agree with you. I just listened to your podcast earlier before you called
0: right? and you
1: had mentioned, uh, uh, crap. What was it? Uh, that, uh, that people aren't going to change other people's mind. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's just yeah. how shut off people are now. That's and, what I, uh, that's what I find on I... Facebook, it's a hundred percent, Maximum numbers. People just bicker and call each other names, but I guarantee you those conversations will be a lot different if you were looking those people in the face right then. Exactly. Making eye contact with somebody is something that people need to do to help understand each other. You can't take a lot of emotional context out of a Facebook comment. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, you I can totally say two mean. words and all of a sudden everybody's got you figured out and they twist you around. Yeah. Like, uh, just for example, I had mentioned. Uh, something about gun control, like banning banning the scary assault
0: weapons or something. That is a hot... For my listeners, man, in Canada here, if you want to see a hot topic in the U.S., go look at gun control. It is fucking crazy. Go on, Jesse.
1: That's it. It, It's an abortion. That's it. Oh my God, for sure. (laughs) For sure. (laughs) I had literally said two words. I was like, we have the Second Amendment. I literally just said something like that. And all of a sudden... I'm getting blasted by people like you're just a heartless, soulless, cruel <laughs> monster is what you are, and I was like, whoa, <laughs> take it, t- calm the fuck down, <laughs> like, no, like I said four words, like,
0: <laughs> oh like oh I know, it's crazy the the people that, and I I totally agree, like with your guys Second Amendment and. Uh, I think everybody should be able to defend themselves, and I mean I'm not. And then I mean you got all these fucking people who say, well, you know there's crazy people in the world. Well, yeah, there's crazy people in the world, and they can use a knife, and they got cars, and they got other weapons. I mean, I just think it's every. I think it's everybody's right that they should have a a, a gun if they want one for self protection. Of
1: course, especially in America, our Constitution was founded on freedom. That it, even if it comes with the bad part, it's freedom, individuality. And that's personally what I still believe in, whether it's a right concept or a left concept politically. If it involves coming in the way of freedom, I'll always disagree with it, even if it disadvantages me myself and what I believe. Well, I believe in a choice.
0: Exactly, of, and, and that's what I find too is that you got a lot of people complaining too about the your part of the uh are about free speech, you know, like. Uh, well, you know, that's protected under free speech and all of that stuff. And I always tell people my my listeners, I'm like the 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 amendment for for free speech in the US was not there to protect popular speech. It's there to protect the people that have the unpopular speech. That's why it was written like it's not for people that exactly. don't agree. And I find you guys are losing that. We're not losing it quite as fast here in the in Canada, I don't think from what I can see, but you guys are getting a lot of censorship thrown on shit. Like, you know, you look at YouTube and places like that, and you look at, like, look at Alex Jones. He got ripped off of every platform. And what do you think of the censorship? Totally. What do you think of that that's going on? Have you noticed that? Like, is it, is it noticeable where you <laughs> are? Oh,
1: yeah. It's, it's in your face, obvious. You know what I'm saying? Wow. But, uh, it, again, I'm going to go back to freedom here. If Facebook is a private entity. Yep. That's basically you stepping into their house, you agree to their terms of use before they even let you on the motherfucker. You've agreed to be censored. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think Facebook all day has the right to censor whatever the fuck they want. Right. And if you don't like it, go somewhere else. That's freedom. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, when it comes to reality in public, you cannot be shut down or you shouldn't be shut down, I should say.
0: And, but they like, are doing it. They're doing it in the U.S., man. Like, I saw, uh, oh, of course. Where, where they got, like, now they got free speech zones, like, where, you know, like, you can, only, there's only certain areas of the city you can go to to show your, like, to do your free speech and to do your protesting and that. And I've always said that the founding fathers in your country must be rolling in their fucking graves, like, a, you know, for all the shit they fought for, for you, all the Americans, and for the world, too. as an example. I, uh, I don't know, brother, it's going in a scary, I look around what's going on in this world, and it's a, it's a scary time, and, I, and I'm i curious to see what's going to happen, because part of me is, I guess it's the morbid part of me, is like, fucking, what's going to happen, you know, is it going to all collapse, but it can't go with the rate that it's going, like, for much longer, I don't think, what do you think, is, like, is, do you feel the tension where you are, is it is it getting worse with the elections coming soon, and stuff like that you know i
1: do but to be honest i feel it mostly on facebook and stuff like that when i go out into the real world you know what i'm saying yeah everybody seems fine like if you don't talk about politics anybody can get along just fine i mean the average person i know whether they're a liberal or a republican or conservative or whatever you want to say right most of them would give you the shirt off their back no matter who they are
0: Okay, that's and, cool. Yeah.
1: But when we get on Facebook and start bitching about politics, then it's easy. Like I said, you're not looking them in the face for one thing, and that's when the name calling starts. And all these things now, these words are being used as weapons. Like I, if I could say I came on your podcast, and the first thing I said was, well, you're just an idiot who can't read, and you tried attempted to hold a woman's hand 30 years ago.
0: Yep.
1: If I, you know, th- that's a well using words as a weapon, because as soon as I say that, somebody else is going to discredit you no matter what you say
0: exactly because like oh my
1: god he tried to hold a woman's head 30 years ago he must be a piece of shit like he, it doesn't matter what he says
0: yeah like. That. but that's
1: what politicians do to each other that's what people do to each other
0: oh, nobody's not sure. it anymore it's for sure like i mean and i've i've noticed that too like i mean i uh like they got religion against religion now and I've been on YouTube and I watch a lot of alternative uh media on YouTube. I I go there for I got a few sites I go to and have you seen like what like a lot of shit's going on with this Judaism and and Islam and if you criticize the Jews you're fucking you're racist and all of that. Do you see have you heard it? Like you must hear about that because I hear about it and I'm in Canada.
1: Oh, of course I do. I'm actually probably more jewish than anything <laughs> blood-wise yeah,
0: yeah and but what like that is some scary shit man i'm thinking like if you would have told me 10 years ago that we'd be persecuting the jews again i would have been like uh no we learned our lesson in world war Two. like and i don't i'm it's a weird subject man like i mean i'm a i'm a let live person i don't judge people by their race or their color i never have I'm the most fucking easygoing person when you meet me. I, I mean, I judge a person by who they are and their actions and their words and stuff. I don't judge them by anything. I don't give a shit if they got a million dollars or they got no money. I don't give a shit. I never have. That's what makes me different, I think. And so what? Like, where do you? Are you worried about this? Like, do you not find? It? I just find it really weird that everybody's uh, attacking or defending the Jew, the Judaism and shit. And I don't know where. It's going or where it came from. It's weird. Like, what are your thoughts on that? Because you're in that country. I don't get it, what's going on. Yeah.
1: You know, I really don't know, honestly. Uh, I don't know where most of this stuff comes from. Because to me, 90% of these arguments are so trivial, it's ridiculous. And, and like, I don't know. People, you know, you, you know how they use the term, like, a lot of Christians, you know, say pick and choose which part of the Bible they want to live by.
0: Exactly. Well,
1: I think people are doing the exact same thing politically like they're taking whatever facts that they want that support whatever agenda they want to support or their ideal but they're only using that like it's a no, it, everybody's only telling part of the story nobody's looking at the actual big picture the the ups the downsides like. exactly
0: and I just think that and I agree with that hundred percent they they'll find some little part that suits their argument and they'll latch onto that. And that's what I was talking about in my, lad pod- my last podcast. You're not going to change people's thoughts by yelling at them and saying I'm wrong and you're right and back and forth and people just dig their heels into the dirt a little deeper when you start attacking them like that. You have to I believe I firmly believe it it starts within yourself and you got to change yourself for the better and then start spreading that out from yourself and people just need Amen to that. People need to <laughs> fucking sit down and just talk. And I I, I love what you said, that you're not going to get nothing done on Facebook and stuff. It's just you're not looking at people in the face. You're not hearing their tones of voice. uh, You're not seeing their expressions. And you can read into – like you said, you can write down four words, and somebody can read into that the wrong way and give you an earful of shit. And you didn't even mean that in a bad way or anything.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's just no open-mindedness. People just draw their own conclusions based off every little thing. And it's really ridiculous in my opinion. In my opinion, someone's political belief does not necessarily reflect who they are and how they act as a person, what they contribute to society. Oh, exactly. You know what I'm saying?
0: Exactly. Like, And that's a, that was another topic that we were talking about. It kind of blends into what we were talking about where they even got people fighting <laughs> now is they got people fighting about the health care in the U.S., uh, should there be universal health care? Uh, they got both sides fighting on that. One one group saying no, that's crazy, you can't do that. The other side saying we need to do that. And you, and as an outsider, I'm speaking as an outsider here. I don't live in the United States, and uh, I just think that it's amazing that basically your country is one of the only few countries that does not have a universal health care system. And I and I say that because. To me, universal health care should be just a God-given right, like, for everybody. I mean everybody in the world. If you're in a civilized country, you're in an industrial country, like the United States or Canada or fucking anywhere, England, I don't give a shit where you say, you know, it should be just human decency that everybody has health care. I don't understand how they don't and i and it worries me in canada because we're losing i know everybody in the states oh canada's got the greatest healthcare system in the world and yeah we did but we're losing a lot of shit too like we're losing it's slowly going down the path of where if it keeps going we're going to end up just like where you guys are with insurance and stuff like that because i can tell you from experience there's medications i've been on that were covered 10 years ago and they don't cover them now and they're, that's happening more and more a lot less medications and stuff and procedures are being covered in the Canada now I'm not saying it's not a great healthcare system don't get me wrong I love it but we're nowhere near where you guys are at but what are your thoughts on the universal health care like uh, like what are your thoughts on it I'm,
1: I personally am so proud that we don't have it honestly really because uh, I, yes totally 100% like because mostly because of what you just explained like it starts off great usually and then it gets worse and worse and worse and I've never seen one model that got worse that ever got better. Uh that but what great. happens when that's gone? That's that that's my problem with it. Like if it's a private industry, people will fund the best one, you know what I'm saying? If right. there's two hospitals beside each other, one's doing cheap good service, obviously people are going to go to that one. Right. And they're they're the one that's gonna flourish.
0: But I, and I get to keep that. up
1: with them, the other hospital child and, and all that. But no, uh, I get
0: that. I get that I get that. I'm I'm playing I'm like this is where one we're gonna probably clash on with this healthcare thing. That's why I saved it to the end. Because I, 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 I get what you're saying, that if you got the private health care system, you're buying insurance and let me get it straight for my listeners. I'm not saying get rid of private health care in the US. I'm not saying that. And I said that in my podcast. I am not saying, okay, give everybody universal health care, close down the private ones. No, I'm saying have a universal health care for everybody in the U.S. And I'm talking, when, and if you look at the stats in, in the U.S., there is people dying. You know, hundreds of thousands of people are dying every year in the United States because they don't have basic fucking health care. Basic. They don't have a doctor. They don't have that. And then... When you look at that and then you i've also done enough research to know that there is like you know a high percent of people that even if they do get their medications they can't take the full dose of their medications they have to ration so say they have a month's supply and they're supposed to take a certain amount of pills every day they can't afford all that pills so they have to they can't take the proper dose they have to ration their medication so they can make it last for the whole amount of time so they're taking less than they should be that the doctor is prescribing them they have to take less and I get that. So why not, this is my proposal to you. Why not have a universal health care system and then also have the option for the bonus of uh, of a private health care? So say you want to have, you got your universal health care. You want to go to a private place? Sure, you get a little bit extra. You pay some money. You get some extra, you know, if you're in the hospital, you get a private room. You get extra treatment. You get extra special treatment, like if there's a special procedure. What do you think about that? I'm not saying to get rid of health care, the privatized health care but i'm saying use that now say now
1: that's an option i can probably if i think about it a while i could probably get on board with something that because again i'm going to revert back to freedom and choice i don't want to be forced to buy all this health care if i don't freaking want it you know what i'm saying right. to me that's not what America's about and I I tend to disagree with you slightly when you say it's a right because to me it's more of a service that you purchase, you know what I'm saying?
0: Right, but that's I'm, just
1: the way I look at it personally.
0: Right, but I'm just saying But morally
1: way. I agree with you on every single level. It's super sad that people have to, you know, go bankrupt over medical bills and stuff like that. But we've I'm 35 years old. I've been in the workforce for a long time now. Right, right. And what I know and I've experienced in my life because I've been uninsured for years now. My insurance premium passed my mortgage payment by a long way in one shot, and I was done. That was it for me.
0: Right. And that's I'm not going to pay
1: more than I pay for my house for health care. You know right. That's
0: what I'm saying. Like now, now, look at my model. Like If you had basic health care, you would be covered. Your family would have basic health care. I'm not saying the specialty health care, but you would have – like right now – if you have to, I don't see. I don't know your healthcare system that well. I know what I've read and I've researched, but like, if you have to say you, you God forbid, got sick right now and you had to go to the doctor, do you do you pay for everything from the start? Like as soon as you go to that doctor, you got to pay for that. Is everything you have to pay for everything because you're not insured? Is that all out of the pocket?
1: If you're not insured, you will have to pay for it, but you don't have to pay for it right then. Okay. Before. Way before Obamacare, or before Obamacare, not way before, but a lot of people t- seem to have forgotten that in America, even before all this government regulation on uh, the healthcare industry, uh, you know, you can go to a public hospital and they, there's a big giant sign on the door that says you cannot be turned down for treatment for non-payment, which means even if you don't have money, they have to treat you by law.
0: Okay, okay. They, is it not like that now?
1: Uh, at a, a few public hospitals it is, Okay. but not at private places obviously because that would be still in private business. They right. can't just force a private business to,
0: and I imagine those to treat places, you if they don't want to. Right, and I imagine those places that do have the free health care, like the free sign that you were saying that they cover everything, even if you don't have the money, you, know, you will not be turned down. They must be so packed full of people that you'd probably die of your illness before you ever got the care that you needed. I would assume. I would assume they're very busy. Well,
1: they're busy anyway. I mean, I'm a pretty successful tattoo artist now, and I tattoo just a plethora of nurses and nurse practitioners, a couple of doctors. Right. And I always ask certain groups certain questions. And every medical professional I've ever tattooed, I always ask them. This is my favorite question to ask them. I ask them, how many of your patients, you know, percent-wise on average, would you say is a hypochondriac? And... (laughs) So far, the best answer that I have heard was half. (laughs) That was the best.
0: Wow. That that was the best
1: answer was at least half.
0: (laughs) And is it normally, like, do they say, do most of them say it's higher, like 75% or?
1: Oh, yeah. That's what the average of them say. Like I said, half was the lowest one. We went to, we had to take the kid to urgent care not too long ago and, uh, we were one of the first ones there. We were waiting at the door when they, when they opened. It was still two and a half hours, but at least half the people were there because they had fucking colds. You
0: oh know what God, I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like that. Yeah. To like me, that. that's
1: fucking ridiculous.
0: Oh, for sure. For sure. Like, yeah, and it's like that everywhere. It's even like that here in Canada for sure. I'll go into the doctors for a med refill or something like that. I'm in and out of the doctors in fucking ten minutes, man. Like, I got it down to an art. Like, me and the doctor, we just <laughs> – I go in, hey, I'm here. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I I go in the office, yeah, you need your meds, boop, boop, boop. How you feeling? Feel great. See you later. Out the door I go. But, I mean, you'll see people, and they're in there. They got a sniffle. They, got, they want a shot of antibiotics. Like, I've never seen more people want antibiotics for a sniffle or a cough and that. And I'm like, you know, I always had a good doctor. Like, my doctor I've had since I was a kid. He just retired. I've retired two doctors now where they both got old enough that they retired, and I'm on my third doctor. But... They were all, all the doctors I've had were so cool. They would not push medication on me, which is really rare for a doctor. Like, most of them, they, they're they just... Yeah, that's medication. awesome. Yeah, and my doctor was like, no, like, I'm not, I, I used to go in with a cold. I'd be like, give me an antibiotics, man. He'd be like, no, man, you don't need antibiotics. Like, fucking, your body will heal it on its own. You're going to feel like shit for a few days, but you're going to get better. And I always did. I mean, I used to... It's say, not no, like that
1: here. They're shoving shit down your throat here faster than you can... And the system is set up toward that. Like, my son goes to daycare. Right. If he freaking sneezes in daycare, we got to take him to the doctor and get a note. Wow. <laughs> I mean, what the hell? I mean, the system is forcing us into all this shit. And I'll tell you another thing. Before Obamacare, nearly my whole life, I had cheap-ass great insurance, cheap-ass fuck, and covered almost everything. You can't even get a plan like that now, I don't think.
0: Yeah, and that,
1: yeah. the closest thing to it might literally be two thousand dollars a month, and like that's more than most of my bills put together. Holy shit! And like 2, it's not, it's not 000. happening. I'm not doing it. But 2, that is what happens. Fuck. Yeah, I know people that's paying twenty one hundred for like the, you know, the gold platinum plans, playing with uh, their kids and stuff like that. And I mean, and it's a sad fact, but the only people that Obamacare is doing any good is really the poor, you know, the super poor people. You have to make almost a garbage income to qualify for anything that's even close to affordable in the Affordable Care Act.
0: Oh, so that's how that works. So, like, if you have a great job, like say you as a tattoo artist, it's just, I'm just throwing numbers out. I'm not saying this is what you're making, but say on the on the way that the that you're talking about Obamacare and the Support Health Act and stuff like that. Say you're a person that makes. I don't know, a hundred thousand a year. You're a tattoo artist. You're bringing in a hundred grand a year. You're saying it it'd be really expensive to get good coverage.
1: Uh, astronomical wow. expenses. And even then, there's the deductibles and stuff are still thousands of dollars. I mean, the average American, if their deductible was six grand, like they ain't even got six grand, you know what I mean? That might as well be six million. Wow. And that's that's another big reason that I'm super opposed to universal health care here is because we just don't have the same economy. We're not geared the same way as what, you know, European socialism, what they call European socialism and all that. We're just not the same. Like, it would collapse us. Like, they all, everybody agrees, the right and the left, that if we did, you know, a Medicare for all is what Bernie Sanders likes to call it.
0: Yep, yep. And
1: they say it would cost around 32 points $7 seven trillion I think over ten years. A right. little over three trillion a year. So our entire country, every tax they collect in the entire country is right around three point seven. So according to some simple math, we would have to double our tax rates in the country just to afford uh, you know, Medicare for all to fund right. it. Wow. And the average person, if they lost half of their If they was paying twice as much in taxes, there wouldn't be holy shit left. It would bankrupt the entire country nearly right off the bat. Yeah. And also –
0: I get what you're saying. I'm sorry. uh, I get that. I get – go on. uh, Well,
1: uh, say we're – let's compare the two. Canada has, what, maybe 39 million people roughly, 40 million maybe? yeah,
0: Yeah, give or take.
1: So we have 330 million I think. There's as many people in California nearly as there is in the whole of Canada. Right, right. Now, Sweden, Switzerland, a few million people in the whole entire country. I think Sweden might only have like 300,000 in the whole country.
0: Right,
1: right. Uh, and a lot of people don't realize that their socialism over there is backed up by extremely strong capitalism. It's oh. damn socialistic capitalism in my
0: opinion.
1: Okay. uh Sweden and Switzerland have two of the freest market economies in the world. We, America's not even the 50th. You have to jump through so many hoops here to start a business and shit now. It's so, so hard to get yourself going in a business. Really? But at the same time, like over there, it's a hell of a lot easier to make money. So it makes more sense that it would work better for them. When it's easier to make money, you know what I'm saying? Oh, no,
0: it makes total sense. Like, I see, I totally see your point. Like, I mean, I know I've seen some, I can't, if I tried to tell you what I've heard from other researchers, I'd be talking out my ass. But I do know that there is some researchers that do to explain the, how you would save, like, I know there's a researcher I was watching that was saying that if they did the universal health care in America, that it would actually save the country, your country. Billions of dollars a year. I don't know. I'd be talking on my ass. I'll have to research it and let you, when I find it, send it to you to watch it. But he does, I know when I heard him, he was making sense. Like, you know, if they do, uh, I'm pretty sure he was saying get rid of the, the private healthcare system totally and just go right into a universal healthcare is what he was saying and that it would save your country a lot of money because I can't remember why, but I will get back to you on that. I'm just saying, like, I, I'm i sure there is models. Like, you must have heard of people saying that it would work. Have you heard anybody that you talk talked to? Is there anybody that you've talked to or listened to that says it's a great idea, it's going to work?
1: Oh, yeah, a lot of people. I mean, probably, probably half the country thinks that now.
0: Okay, yeah, and these are – well, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's – I just find that in a country as great as the U.S. And, I mean, full of opportunity and, you know – there's When I heard the number of people that die every year from not having basic health care, just like basic, it's not like they need these expensive surgeries or anything like that. They're just denied basic health care and de- uh, basic medications. That really alarmed me, and it really pissed me off if you listen to my, and you said you listen to my podcast, so you probably heard me. I was on a rant. That that's to me in this day and age in 2019 is just not acceptable. There's got to be something better. I don't know what it is. I don't know the answer. But something's got to be done about that. If there's people dying from basic lack of healthcare in in a civilized world, that's the way I look at it.
1: And and I agree. Like I said, I I I totally agree with you a hundred percent morally. Right. But in my opinion, the moral answer isn't always the right answer. Like if you if you put the world in perspective from say you're leading the world point of view, you know what I'm saying. Right. Right. To, to me, it's wrong to force a mass of people to suffer because a few are suffering, if right. that makes sense. Well, and yeah, it sounds no, I, bad, but I'm sorry. That's just the way
0: I think of it. Well, it's reality. Uh, you know, Don't don't feel bad for saying that. It's reality, and that's what we talk about on this podcast. And that, We talk about hard things, and I've never said I have the answers to these problems. I, I don't know myself. That's why I think about it all the time, and… I just remember hearing that, that, you know, in a civilized, in 2019, anywhere in the world, I, I believe this is not just the U.S. I would say that about any country in the world that has an uh, economy, that if there's anybody dying from basic health care, not having it, there's a problem. And it just goes along with all the other problems that are lumped into the fucking, are the problems of the world. And, um, it's a, I don't And know I mean,
1: like I said, I, I totally agree morally, uh. It's, I, I feel like we would be throwing too much good away just for the idea that everybody'll be happy and well for it to be good overall. I I think the bad would outweigh the good in, in right. our case specifically. Yeah, it,
0: it might it might well very well it might. It could be a horrible idea. Like who knows? Like it could be like you said, it could bring the whole fucking system down around everybody and then everybody will be fucking bitching saying they didn't want to use our universal health care kind of thing everybody will be pointing a finger at everybody else and they'll be fighting even more than they are now yeah and
1: i mean when it really comes down to it i just believe in individualism right um to me it's my responsibility to pay for my health care you know what i'm saying like it's not my 80 year old neighbor's responsibility to worry about me or put my kids through school even like
0: no, I, I mean, yeah, I get that. I, I totally understand what you're saying, but as I made my argument in my last podcast, uh, nobody thinks about what I'm saying until it affects their family. So, like, let's say you had something where, you know, it was a serious, you needed a high dollar operation. Like, I don't know. I'm just saying it could be anybody. It doesn't have to be you. It could be anybody that doesn't have coverage, you know, and then it affects you personally. Then, if you found out that, okay, if you did have the universal health care, and I'm kind of playing devil devil's advocate here. But say you know they you know they you get something wrong with you and it's you don't have any coverage so you're going you know you're you're going to die basically or you're going to get really really sick and then you say you know it affects you personally and then you say well fuck it I found out that if I we would have had this basic health care system I would be getting the medication and treatment I need I think a lot of people that are on your stance would kind of think different about it do you not agree or do you think that like what no, well
1: I mean no I still kind of disagree actually uh like, in my opinion, if it wasn't for the government sticking their hands in health care in the first place, I would still have really good cheap insurance. <laughs> that is true. Like, to me, they've already ruined it. I'm not going to give them more expansion. Like, you remember all the all the stuff you said about the government and elites being crooked, killing their own people? Yeah, yeah. I believe you 100%. Right. And that really is the number one reason I am not going to turn over something as expensive and as important as health care to our government because I don't trust those motherfuckers <laughs> as far as I can throw <laughs> them.
0: And you know they'll fuck it up. They could have the best plan in the world, and they'll. They already did. (laughs) It's already there. Like, like, is is Obamacare still a thing? Is that is that still? Yeah, it's law. Oh, okay. Wow. And has it gotten worse? And here's here's
1: another perspective for you. This is another way I look at it. All right. Okay. for example, the pre-existing thing seems to be the most the most important topic when it comes to talking about these things. Like people with a pre-existing condition can get covered. Yeah. Uh, morally, it's freaking wonderful that somebody can, you know, buy a policy and the next day go, go get treatment for it. Okay. Morally, that's wonderful. It's yep. great. Yep. Now, from a business standpoint, if your premium is crazy. Say you give them two grand a month. So you make your two grand a month payment and you go the next day and you get an MRI and some x-rays done and this and that you've already got to 10 grand in one day, but they've only got two grand. So where's that extra money that they're losing right off the bat coming from? Right, Right. It's coming from the subsidies that they've built up. You know, it's, it's the same thing as insurance. It's a giant Ponzi scheme. The whole system is dependent on a lot of people paying into it to cover the few people that use it.
0: Exactly. That, and, I, uh, you could, I couldn't have worded that better, man. I, I feel the same way, and I know that about insurance because I've been paying into insurance for my apartment for the last 20 years, and we had flood damage, and they fucking found every loophole not to cover us. Like, it was incredible. Like, they were making shit up as they went. Like, oh, we don't cover for this, and I thought I had – they told me when I got the, the, the plan – that I was fully covered. That basically the only thing they wouldn't cover is if like a fucking asteroid came and landed in my window. And they, <laughs> they actually fucked me out of that. Me and my wife, we they wouldn't cover our claim. And it was just for flood damage. They found every little loophole to fucking not pay us. And I was like, that's what turned me off of insurance. Like, I was just like, oh my god, like, it's true. These fucking people don't give a shit. They're just in it for the money. And I imagine you, you, a lot of people in America that feel the same way about the... The government oh, for healthcare is that you know yeah they're they're happy to take your fucking two thousand every month for your premium plan but as soon as you get something wrong with you then they start trying to find every way not to cover it.
1: I mean they they do that now. My grandmother fell and broke her arm and they basically told her well you're old you're not going to be using it much longer so <laughs> according to care we're not going to cover you. I so. do
0: not mean to laugh but the way you said it, you're old you're not going to be needing it much longer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean yeah. That's exactly what happened. I know it did. Oh my god! And I mean, it's bullshit. Like if they if they can just make it pass a mandate and have that kind of control, what the fuck's going to happen when they have complete control over this?
0: No, I And most of point. the time,
1: if I try to debate somebody on it, the argument is that uh, <laughs> excuse me, uh, that uh, they won't control healthcare. They won't. They won't decide. You you know your plan of action here. Well, of course, they're not going to fucking diagnose you. They're not fucking doctors. But when they control all these massive amounts of funds, $3 trillion a year, and this and that, don't tell me that's not fucking controlled. There's 12,000 pages right now of Obamacare regulations. Wow. And, like, it's a fucking disaster, dude. Fucking a disaster. Wow, and yeah, we've made it this far. I mean when you think of American health care, do you think it's like really good care or really bad? Like what's your opinion overall in a nutshell of the yeah. hospitals and doctors? In well, America?
0: When, I, when I think of your guys' health care, I think it's – I think because I'm going to be – I know I'm going to get tarnished on my end of this from the Canadians. But I from what I've researched, because of you have the choice of your, your plan in that – you get a lot of amazing doctors down there like uh and a lot more different treatments and stuff that's what i've noticed uh like yeah we have free healthcare in canada here but you know that doesn't like if you need a specialist appointment you're waiting a year to go see a specialist and that doesn't oh, yeah. make, I don't even give a shit if you got stage 4 cancer they'll be like well bitch you better hang on for a fucking year because that's the next opening we got that's what we get from the free healthcare. Now, I, that's totally different in the U.S., and I know it is. If you have a good plan, you see, uh, you get help a lot quicker, and I know you guys do. Like, I mean, I see that point, and I think there's a lot more uh, – they're a lot more experimental and stuff. And I don't mean that in a bad way, but there's a lot more alternative treatments that they're working on in that from what I've researched and stuff like that. So
1: so now that you've said that, uh, tell me, tell me this of how did we ever get to that point of having that reputation of health care without universal health care in the private industry?
0: That is true. We've
1: never had universal health care. How did we get to the best some of the best health care in the world without the government running it?
0: No, that's true. You know, like, I get your point. I just I just find it I don't know what the answer is. I just uh like, I and I mean bad. I don't
1: either. These are all just my opinions and observations. Opinions are like assholes. Everybody's got exactly. one now. And
0: I just feel bad. Like I feel bad your family isn't covered. You're not you don't have any insurance now because you guys can't afford it. And I feel Yeah, bad. I blame the
1: government. <laughs> yeah.
0: And my I,
1: kids are on uh, Medicaid. Okay. Now, we tried to put my our children, we tried to put them on a uh, insurance we have in a state here called All Kids and I've heard that's pretty good and it's kinda of pricey. But in my opinion I'm willing to pay that because it's my freaking kids. I should I should be responsible for my kids, in my opinion. Exactly. Uh, and uh, they told us, no, you can't get that. You, I guess we didn't make enough money. They said you don't qualify that qualify for that. Get on Medicaid. Jump on jump on the tax train here. Wow. And I was like, well, okay. So what else can we do? And they're like, that's it. You either get this or nothing. And I said, okay. So we got our kids on Medicaid, which has been great. It saved us a lot of money. But who's paid for that? It wasn't fucking me.
0: Yeah, uh, I see what you're saying. I see. Yeah, I get it. I get it. And, I, like. And I- you
1: know, uh, I, we was forced to take that action is my point. And our state last – year before last anyway, I haven't looked at it lately. But year before last, we was $90 million in the hole on Medicaid. So we're not even covering all this shit right now. So where's all this debt piling up, and where's the end of the debt train going to end? Our country's already – yeah, you probably heard the term America is the richest country in the history of the world. Oh,
0: for sure, yeah. Like, yeah.
1: how the fuck does the richest country in the world get $22 trillion fucking dollars in debt?
0: Exactly. And that's just
1: the cat number. That's just what they show you. If you add everything up, we're probably more like $200 trillion in debt.
0: Oh, for sure. So, I mean— I find out staggering when I saw your guys' deficit. I was like, holy fuck, man, like—
1: And it's just going up. Nobody's fucking stopping it. Trump's supposed to be a goddamn conservative. Oh, Mr. Tax Cuts. (laughs) He keeps passing record-breaking fucking spending bills. (laughs) I mean, what kind of fucking conservative is that? Like, what the fuck, man? We're supposed to be getting this fucking under control. Obama doubled it. Fucking Trump's building on it. He's on his fucking way. So, like, there's nobody left, in my opinion. Like, nobody fucking seems to be worried about this. It's just more and more and more. And in my opinion... We are eventually, inevitably, we, we will be morally bankrupt in this fucking country.
0: It's gotta morally happen. bankrupt. It's got to happen.
1: Which leads to physically bankrupt. And like I said, it's very sad that, you know, there is people dying over health care things. But the government's part of that problem right now, in my opinion. And But even before that, there was people that had a lot of medical problems. And, you know, not, obviously no system is going to be perfect. But, in my opinion, the way we did it before privately was by far the best option because I could pay a cheap insurance premium. I used to think it was high, but now I know better <laughs> but uh, anyway, I realized how blessed we were before this and uh but I had a super cheap insurance policy they covered all kind of shit. My deductible was I think five hundred bucks, and I never even paid all that when my first child was born, I don't remember even paying the deductible wow. and that was twenty 20- something thousand dollars. And uh but anyway it was a it was a big circle. I get a cheap policy. The insurance companies are making a bunch of money off my policy, but they're also covering all my shit. The doctors are getting rich as fuck, so they love what they're doing. The doctors get rich, they hire more nurses, it creates jobs, they they fund better research. They buy a better M R I machine every year.
0: Oh for sure. And I just do not see that happening. <laughs>
1: With the government steps ahead it says, okay, oh, we're going to sure. run this budget out. Like,
0: yeah, that's the truth. That's We have a big, if you don't know, in Canada, we have a big problem with no doctors. Like, there is no general practice. It's the same
1: thing in Britain right now. They yeah. are hurting bad. Yep. 30% of the doctors in Britain right now, which there's a huge shortage of of doctors and nurses. Yep. But 30% of them are foreign from, like, third-world countries and shit. Yep. Like, they're just bringing them over there. Yeah.
0: That, the that doctors just- in
1: America – are the richest doctors in the world. Oh, they're getting rich sure. as fuck. Especially yeah, the, specialists.
0: The, yeah.
1: So what's the incentive to be a specialist doctor when the you're on a government salary, you know what I'm saying? Like you know,
0: that makes sense. Like I mean all the doctors in Canada are going to the US. Like they're all like they're like, fuck that, we're going fuck, we're going to the States. Of course we'll you can get sense. rich here. <laughs> yeah, you're like you're gonna get rich here and uh like I know for a And
1: fact, I mean it sounds bad that you're in it for the money, but why wouldn't you be? You know what I'm saying? Why would you spend most of your life learning all this shit to to, to scrape by for a living? You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And you can morally argue, well, it's the right thing to do to help people, but at the same time, when everybody's making money, everything goes good.
0: Exactly. Everything exactly. And that, and that's like I can say that even the doctor office I was uh, with for years, they finally closed down and uh went like a lot of the doctors uh stopped practicing or they went to uh the states there's a couple but there is (coughs) like no like there's no gps we call them in canada general uh general practitioner which basically is just like a doctor that you know if you have a cold or they're not a specialist they kind of treat everything and you see them before and they recommend it to a specialist and we are hurting for there's a lot of people in my town even that do not have doctors they, their doctor's retired and there's no doctors to pick up the slack. There's nobody coming out of uh, university under that trade. And so we're going to be, yeah, we may have a good healthcare system on the outside, people looking in, but they're not realizing that we're losing doctors. We're hemorrhaging doctors right now, like to the point where I never thought in my lifetime that I would hear that Canada, there was people in, in my town and I know about probably 10 people in my town that do not have a doctor. No more than that. I probably know about 50 people in my actual town that do not have a, gen- a doctor they can go to and call up. They have to go to an after hours clinic. That's what's getting big in my town is after hours clinics and they're just basically people fucking mills. You they're like cattle when you go in there. And oh my
1: god, that sounds awful. <laughs> oh it
0: is, man. You just, you go to a after hours clinic, they cannot give you any opiates. So like if like I have to take opiates for my my disease, so if I lose all of my doctors, I'm fucked because if I go to an after hours clinic, they they can't prescribe an opiate for you, so you're fucked. Like if oh you wow. go in the, the, so yeah, I can see your point that you know, like how is the if the government gets their hands into it in your country. You know they're going to make a fucking shit show out of it. You know they are because they do. Oh, they're, I know they
1: are. They already did.
0: Exactly, yeah, like they already did. And like what is, what is Trump doing about health care? What is his stance? like from what? Not you know, a goddamn
1: like, fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> that piece of shit. That is the number one fucking issue I voted on. And actually this is my fault. I'm not going to lie. I voted for Obama his first term. So
0: I this is probably my I fault. I did were, it
1: to myself.
0: You were <laughs> singing that man's praises when I met you. Who, Trump? Yes. You love Trump. Well, I had high
1: hopes for the man, but I'm a <laughs> realistic person, and he's not going the way I want him to go.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> I remember you're like, Trump's – Most gonna... people
1: just suck his dick. They'll defend everything he does, but I'm not. It's been two goddamn years.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Since like, they was, got elected. Hey, at least you fucking woke up to that, man. But I just remember when he was getting – in like, the election was going on, and he's like, everybody's like, yeah, man, he's going to get in there and drain the swamp. I'm like, oh, my God. I can't believe you guys fell for that. Fuck, people in Canada here were laughing at you guys going, oh, my God, don't – when you guys voted that (laughs) fucker in, I remember watching the elections, and I remember waking my wife up and going, that fucking guy just won. And my wife's like, no. Yeah, I was
1: a little shocked.
0: Oh, my God, dude. I was like, what the fuck is going on in What's going on in – is it that bad in the U.S. that they look at this guy and think he's the savior? Like, oh, my God. Well, it
1: was either him or Hillary Clinton. like. yeah. (laughs)
0: You guys didn't. You guys were dead in the water. Fucking either person you voted. Like, I mean, I felt bad for you. So I'm like, I don't. I wouldn't have even voted. I would have been like, fuck. I'm staying out of this one. Well, <laughs> well,
1: well, Don't get me wrong. I've I had a lot of optimism for the man. Right. uh, uh I don't.
0: Voted
1: I don't give people. a fuck about no wall on the border. Immigration really doesn't even crack my top twenty-five list of priorities. Right. Uh, but he was representing a lot of what I you know wanted to see personally uh getting rid of obamacare even when hillary clinton was running even she said it was a broken system
0: oh for sure uh,
1: she was like hillary it sucks that. uh but the difference that. was she wanted to fix it uh tinker with it massage it and make it worse but to me <laughs> there's no money there's no point in keeping dumping money into a piece of shit car it's always going to be a piece of shit
0: all right, uh, but i got to take a Mathematically, there's no way to fix it. Let, let me just take a break. i got to take a break, and we're going to do one more fucking uh, – are you up for one more uh, another half hour? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, so let me just go ahead. I'm going to end this one. This is my end uh, uh, for this uh, podcast. I want to thank everybody for watching. Or watching. See, goddamn, damn, Jesse, i got to stop saying that. <laughs> everybody that listens, thank you for listening. I, I Like I say, this podcast is an honest one, and it is for – People that want to come here and talk truth. There's no fucking uh, stones thrown at anybody. I would value everybody's opinion. So make sure that you definitely check out my podcast. I do it every Monday and Thursday. Didn't upload it yesterday because I wanted to do this interview. Uh, I didn't upload it uh, this Monday because I wanted to do this interview with Jesse. It was very important for me to do this. Again, some great talking going on here. Some great points being made. So I want to thank you all for listening. And then, I'm like I said, we're going to be ending this one now, but I'm next one... We're going to be talking with Jesse again. I'm just going to uh, continue where we left off. We're basically touching on health care. We're touching on a lot of great things. So the next podcast, I'm going to actually pick his brain about what he thinks of NASA because I can just imagine his reply on that one because I got my thoughts on it. So we're <laughs> going to tackle that one. So I want to thank everybody for watching and uh, look forward to next episode. And we're going to be checking it out. And uh, I look forward to talking to you then. So I'll talk to you then. Thank you, Rick. Thank you, guys. Not a problem. There you have it. That is the end of part 2 of this amazing interview with my tattoo mentor Jesse talking about lots of great subjects, but I have no fear because within the next couple of days I will be putting up the third and final part of this interview. So make sure you check back within the next couple of days. Have a great day. Stay safe and take care.